Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Pennywise podcast from Lee Enterprises. I'm your host, Terry Barr. I am so happy to welcome in today. We're talking about something that might be kind of personal. It's actually personal banking. <laughs> Mitch Strom, who is a consumer banking expert. He's also an editor with Forbes Advisor. And Mitch, thanks so much for joining us to talk about what really is a very important subject for people. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. You know, you recently um, did a very interesting survey on the use of mobile banking apps. And I think what really surprised me is right off the top, you found 76% of Americans are using a mobile banking app. Now that surprised me, but did it surprise you? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a large portion of the population that yes. last year uh, kind of adopted, uh, whether they wanted to or not, this the digital banking, mobile banking apps. And so it's not super surprising that we kind of uh, went to digital when in the midst of kind of bank branch closures or uh, when we couldn't get in touch with our, our banks uh, on customer service call lines, that kind of thing. But it is, it's, it's good to see more people adopting digital. Uh, that's nice. Yeah. What about this survey really jumped out on top for you? Um, what were people saying about why they're using this? Yeah, a lot of people are diving into um, kind of digital banking um, because last year that they they had to kind of switch to uh, from their general banking, in-person banking relationships or or um, what they were normally doing. But a large portion of the population was already using digital banking. And so we kind of saw this acceleration of digital banking during the pandemic uh, but it's nothing new and it's nothing that wasn't happening beforehand. Okay. I know we, we asked around and we got like that 50, 50, but then you're well over 75% of the people you talk to. What do you feel was the goal of figuring out what was happening with this survey? Did you just want to make sure that the whole last year really did change a lot of things. It did. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah. You know, we really wanted to see what was going on with mobile banking usage. Were people, um, were people using their mobile banking apps and were they useful? And what were the features that were most valuable to people uh, during this past year when, when we had to kind of adopt digital banking? Uh, were those features useful? Were they valuable? So what's number one or what came out at the top of this survey that people are finding and using the most from their uh, digital banking apps? Yeah, mobile check deposit was wow. was the number one uh, kind of thing that people, 35% of respondents said that within their top three uh, features that they valued most within the last year, mobile check deposit was right up there at the top of the list. How about um, that? Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, this is a feature that's kind of gone through some changes over the years. Uh, if you remember mobile check deposit, if you tried to use it 10 years ago, <laughs> it wasn't the easiest thing in the world. No. <laughs> um, it was pretty brutal. <laughs> pretty brutal, yeah. yeah. Uh, now that technology has gotten much better and it's just easier to kind of snap a picture of your check and into your account it goes. So mobile check deposit was super valuable. Um, also things like, viewing statements and account balances, uh, 
bill pay, making transactions, just your kind of everyday banking tasks. What about, um, you know, PayPal, things like that, but on the specific banking app, is that something people are finding useful or, or not yet? Yeah, well, they're finding it useful, I think, but value, they didn't rank it as, as valuable ah. apps. And so um, these things, Zelle is a common kind of peer-to-peer uh, app within banks and credit unions, and you can kind of pay your friends and family and, and whoever you want to. Um, and so these these kind of peer-to-peer apps are, are uh maybe useful, but just not as valuable for people during the, the last year. Although they really drive kind of satisfaction. There's a, this JD Power uh, 2020 survey that said that peer-to-peer apps, um, people with peer-to-peer apps connected to their bank accounts, uh, their overall satisfaction with digital banking is higher. Oh. And so merely just having that kind of opportunity to use your peer-to-peer payment app, whether you want to or not, uh, <laughs> is is valuable and, and drives satisfaction. You'll be a little more satisfied. Okay, that makes sense. So who did you find is actually using the app? Is that a question that you were able to ask? Yes, yeah. Okay. Um, so the biggest difference in usage we found, uh, it's people of all ages. And, um, and so, the, but the biggest difference we found was the younger between the younger generations and the older generations. So maybe not surprisingly, younger generations, uh, age eighteen to thirty-four, um, are using their mobile app more often, their mobile banking app more often than older generations. Only five percent of of the younger generation uh, said they weren't using their mobile banking app. Forty-one um, percent of those fifty-five and older said that they weren't. Uh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, so there's quite a difference there. Um, but yeah, it's people of all ages, incomes, generations, uh, you know, that are using these apps. Interesting. Yeah. Boy, again, you know, we talk about how much 2020 really did change a lot of things and make us have to search for these kinds of things to um, make our own lives better in some ways. Yeah. Um what else did you find that you, you want to point out that you think our listeners and viewers will find interesting from this survey? I love this stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I think more than anything, yeah. uh, digital banking became kind of this uh, utility during the pandemic. And um, we, under stay-at-home orders and, and whatnot, we were kind of forced to adopt these these mobile banking apps and take care of our our various daily banking activities on there. Um, And so I think what's nice to see is that um, they're useful and valuable for our everyday banking activities. Uh, They, in a pinch, we can use them um, to take care of everyday banking stuff if we need to, or we can kind of adopt them full time and just do all of our banking digitally. Is there still something about um, people want to go to the bank <laughs> and, and have that person to person connection? Yeah. 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 You know, I think there's, it's still valuable for a large portion of the population. The in-person banking experience um, is the human touch, you know, we can 
digital banking is amazing for a lot of things and but sometimes that human touch is missed and so having an in-person connection uh is still for a good portion of the population um it still might be pretty valuable yeah well and as things open up and we get back to you know normal as we say at least it's great to have these options yeah I want to move and, and ask you about this um, kind of coming out of the survey. Uh, there's five benefits you recently, recently wrote about, mm-hmm. and these all just make so much sense after knowing what the survey showed us. Um, tell me about what, what does it mean when we talk about a mobile banking app? And one of the benefits is that it's convenient. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. it's a major one, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, this ability to bank wherever and however you want. Um, you know, with for me, my phone's always pretty much within arm's reach. And so I can just kind of reach over and 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 check my account whenever I need to. Um, and so convenience is just, it's one of the major, major benefits of digital banking. I don't have to go to a branch to deposit a check. I don't have to uh, even call my bank to do anything. I can just kind of open up my app and and there we are. Remember the, um, when you, I'm assuming this is still a service, I haven't used it in a long time, but where you could call and you'd enter a code and you'd have to wait all the way through to get the information (laughs) you're looking for. And I do have to say, ooh, the mobile banking apps, um, they kind of rule over that uh, whole phone service thing. Yes, they do. Yeah. 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 yeah, Take for what, take a while to get through it and inevitably Uh, you push the wrong number. (laughs) Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Boy, those were the old days. Yeah, <laughs> yep. um, another one of the benefits you meet your, you mentioned rather are the features. Now I'm yeah. I'm pretty interested in finding out what else my banking app can do. So um, tell me about what you learned about the features. Yeah, so uh, we talked about kind of mobile check deposit and these standard essential features that you can use, check your account balances and stuff. Then there's some other features like notifications that are really important. So you can kind of set up your bank uh, mobile app, even, you know, your bank's website to email you, um, but more so on the mobile app to uh, tell you if your account balance is low or... Uh, notify you if there's some fraudulent activity on your account. Mm. And so notifications are a big one. Uh, There are even kind of some banks diving into cardless ATM withdrawal where you can go to the ATM and, and open up your mobile app and you don't really have to interact with the ATM too much. Uh, And so there are all these features and, and robust features that banks and credit unions are adding to their mobile apps that are, that are really making financial life a little more convenient and and easier to manage. That is amazing, actually. Wow. Okay, now this is one that I'm sure as we're listening to you, everybody is thinking, "Uh uh-oh, what about (laughs) security? And I know that is one of the benefits. And again, I'm just really curious to hear about um, what you found and what you've reported on when it comes to the security of using these apps. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I know it's a concern. Um, yes. Yes. And unions uh, are are adding um, options for layers of security to their their mobile apps and their websites that that are um, 
that fit your comfort level. So uh, one of those is, is multi-factor authentication. And so you have your, your login and your password, you know, mm-hmm. that you log into your website with your mobile app, but then there's another layer of authentication that you have to go through. And that might be a text message to your phone that gives you a code right. that you then enter into your mobile app. And you, then you can get into the, your account. Um, Another one is biometric authentication. So using your fingerprints or face ID, uh, anything like that to add layers of security mm-hmm. uh, and just make these digital banking a little more secure and a little more comfortable. I love it. And, you know, I suppose we should let people know, um, you know, because if they're listening, they haven't tried using their mobile banking app yet. When we're talking about these things, most of these are actually pretty easy to use, but like you're talking about the security because it's easy for you to use doesn't mean it's easy for someone else to use. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There are, um, you know, there are different, different levels of comfort with that, I think. And so uh, generally your bank will help you out with that kind of stuff if, if you need some, some guidance in that area, which many of us do. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, we also found one of the benefits is, you know, kind of that whole idea of controlling your money. Um, yeah. tell, tell us more. You know, this ability to kind of self-service uh, and and just take control of your finances um, whenever and however you want to. So, uh, you know, many banks and credit unions will offer automated savings tools so you can kind of set up uh, your bank account within your mobile app or, or website to just automatically save for you. And that's a nice <laughs> feature. Um, and then we go back to kind of notifications so that you can manage finances and, and your banking on your own terms. And so just this idea of control over your financial life maybe feels a little more comfortable than not really knowing uh, where you're at or, or being able to check your account balances at any time. Oh my gosh, no kidding. And I love the idea of um, saving that it can help you actually do that without really having to do a whole lot once you have it set up, yep. it sounds like. Yep. Yep. Just automated savings. It'll some, some banks will automatically round up your uh, purchases and kind of tuck that money away for you. So oh. those are really nice features that are wow. coming out. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. And then um, one of the last benefits that uh, you mentioned in your recent story um Benefits beyond banking. Oh boy, what does this yeah. mean? <laughs> yeah, we we have our transactional benefits. You know, it's very convenient, and um, but there are benefits that digital banking is kind of having a society as a whole. And so, um, there's a way to find communities that are tailored to you, uh, and and digital banks that are a little more tailored to your needs. So now there are banks for. Um, the LGBTQ plus community, there are banks for the black community, there are banks for gig workers, uh, environmentally conscious individuals. And so we're really seeing uh, digital banking kind of uh, push the envelope forward a little bit and and personalize banking in a way that it hasn't been before. And that's a really kind of big benefit, a bigger, much broader benefit of, of digital banking. And is this something they are having to respond to because people are stepping forward and saying, I need and want these things? 
Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think there's a lot of that. Um, I I think there's also uh, you know these banks and and companies are realizing that they're underserved communities, and and uh, and so it's it's really nice to see banks step up and offer. Um, personalized services. Yeah. Yeah. And I know um, I've seen a lot of ads for, um, I guess I would say banks that aren't really banks as in a building. Mm-hmm. This is an all online thing now. Is, is this something we're going to see more of in the future that when you are literally online with your bank, that's all your bank is? <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of fintechs. Yeah. Um, fintechs that are, they're not exactly banks, um, but they're fintechs that are serving these communities. And so uh, we may see some more digital banks pop up. Uh, we're certainly seeing a lot of that. Um, and whether or not that's the future is up in the air. You know, I think the, uh, there's, there's evidence that a lot of people still really value the, the branch experience. Oh. And so, um, there's probably going to be a mix and I don't think, you know, branches are, there's no evidence that branches are going away anytime soon. (laughs) So (laughs) so, uh, while digital banking may become a bigger part of our lives, uh, this doesn't necessarily have to be the only way we bank. Okay. Well, that's kind of a peek into the future. What else do you think we can expect as uh, we move forward? Yeah, you know, um, I think uh, as we move forward, we're kind of, you know, it's so digital banking has kind of grown over the last several years, and there's there's really no sign of that stopping. Um, and be, like we talked about, there's become more of this emphasis on on personalization and banking and 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 uh, the human touch. And I think I think we're probably going to see more of that as we go along, especially mm-hmm. as digital banking becomes. Um, uh, a bigger part of our lives, you know, we'll see a little more personalization. Uh, we'll see a little more how we integrate human touch into digital banking. And so, um, you know, as banking evolves, we may rely more on our mobile apps for financial advice or, or um, financial management, but all, all within the things that serve our unique needs as, as consumers. I love that. As, as we uh, end today's Pennywise episode, Mitch, is, is there any, um, anything I didn't ask you or any takeaway that you'd love to have people think about when we're wrapped up here? Yeah, um, I think there are a couple of things. So Excellent. Digital banking is an all or nothing. We kind of about, talked mm-hmm. about how you can mix your in-branch experience with your digital bank experience, and you can either use digital banking as one of many tools that you use that for your banking kind of yeah. life, or you can use it as the tool. You can just bank digitally if you want to. So you know, don't take it as an all or nothing kind of thing. And the second thing I would say is make sure at the very least that your that your bank offers the the tools, the everyday essentials, banking tasks that you need to take care of in case you're on stay-at-home orders during a pandemic, or can't get to your bank branch, or um, or can't get in touch with your your bank for some reason. Uh, having those essentials is is really useful during those times. You know, and if you and I would have been talking a year ago, we would never have thought that we would um, 
find these tools so essential, but I think we sure did. And I think the good thing, like you are saying, coming out of all of this, at least you have choices and you can make now a choice that's best for you and your situation. That, that's a pretty amazing thing. Absolutely. It, it's a great benefit of digital banking uh, these days is, is options, choices. Yeah. Well, Mitch Strom, thank you so much. This has been a fascinating discussion. And um, I look forward to talking with you more as we uh, maybe uh, get back to some of the more normal things and then check in on how everything's going in the next yeah. couple of months, especially. Yeah, especially in the next couple, couple of yeah. months. Thank you so much. Oh for my gosh. Me. Mitch, thank you so much. And again, Mitch is a consumer banking expert and an editor with Forbes Advisor. I'm Terry Barr. Uh, this is your Pennywise podcast from Lee Enterprises. Mitch, thank you. And we'll say goodbye to everybody. Another new episode right here next week.